You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight, we talk about John Wick. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. We're your host. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer, a man of focus, commitment, and sheer will, Jared Cowan. How you doing, Brian? I am good, man. Excited to be talking about The Wick. Yeah, let's get it lit. <laughs> <laughs> All the coolness just evaporated. <laughs> Whatever was there is now gone. Oh, fuck you. That was awesome. <laughs> And we also have with us director of photography that we all once saw kill three men in a bar with a pencil, with a fucking pencil, Mike Griggs. Did you, uh, did you say that while there was a montage happening? So it's like a little bit more intense because I'm just sitting here for most of that. But if you cross cut at the same time, it feels more, more intense. You're just going to have to picture it in your head. Picture the montage. No, imagine, imagine the Joker pencil scene. That's it. I can make it disappear. Yeah. Oh, the original John Wick. And we also have with us the costume <laughs> designer that always addresses her assassins in jet black, Kristen Jones. <laughs> addresses? Hello. I feel like, I feel like, hold on. I'm sorry. I have to address this because I feel like oh. I understand this is a movie reference, but be, uh, wouldn't it be more fun to be like a colorful assassin? Like, why does everyone wear black? Because they have to hide. They have to come out of the shadows. Well, they, like, like, they live what if you shadows. hide in plain sight? There's something no, that, to be that's, said that's that. just when you're doing covert ops. That's when you're in plain sight. You know, you're at the dance party and you're all wearing your fucking you Kristen, know, your tuxedo Kristen, and shit. we have four movies to get through, okay? There's more opportunities <laughs> oh, oh, for colorful yeah. assassinations. That's all oh, I'm saying. Okay, all right, all right. This is just the setup. Wait, did Keanu Reeves wear like a, a rainbow jacket that I missed? I so. You don't know. I haven't. You I've don't only know. seen this one, but we'll see. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> John Wick and his Technicolor dream coat. So, well, it seems like there's always a dance party in, in these. You know, the, it goes through the club. You know, I mean, this oh. is the uh, this is the fuck the joke left me. I had it earlier. Damn it! Oh, oh. damn! Should have written it down. I'm sure it was really funny. Thanks for yeah. sharing. <laughs> uh, I'll laugh now and they can insert it later. This is the musical of uh, action movies. All the song and dance actually happens. All the all the storytelling happens instead of in a song and dance. It happens in fight scenes. There it is. That's what I was trying to say. There you go. All right. I like that. The the, the fight scenes are very uh, dancey, which is really cool. I, I think on the behind the yeah. scenes they call it gun fu. And uh, it's absolutely phenomenal. I think everybody it, else called it that, and the directors were kind of making fun of that. They were like, it's just close quarters, gunplay, and Bro, when like, you're, uh, like, swinging and wherever you point, you kill somebody, you're like, pow, gah, gah, gah. You know, 
Yeah, there was even that one where he like he like does a little turn and like bows his head while he like points behind him and shoots. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, very... when the guy comes to the other side of like the little yeah, pillar thing that he's shooting yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. He doesn't want to get debris in his eyes. You know, you have to see. You have to also have to look where you're aiming. Though. Well, he's just no, so no, good. He that feels he, it. No, he, he ducks. It. He's, he's, he's Neo. He hears he's the him one. coming. He ducks, and and because it's going over his head, he knows exactly where the guy is. So he just like doesn't even turn to look. He just points it behind him. And he's like, "Yeah, you, that guy's dead." This is the Matrix. The keymaster uh, is the oh, doctor. Fucking hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> he showed yeah. up yeah. in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely like, uh, "Do you need something for the pain?" No, it's cool. I've got yeah. booze. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> And then, like the the head, like uh, I I guess the big badass that he's fighting, the henchman of uh, of Vigos, that I guess the only guy that gets into a, a confrontation with John Wick and lives one time. Uh, that was the the I don't know the the Uber guys that came back and replaced Agent Smith. They were the new agents in the program. Oh, he was and, one of them. Uh, yeah, and oh. the Reloaded. Who were who you talking about in, in this movie? The big the henchman that's got the slick back hair. I forget what his name is. I think they maybe said it once. But he's the guy that gets into a fight with John Wick at the uh, at the bar, and he, they actually like live. And then like later, I forget what happens. He's the one who throws him over the balcony. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He chokes him, and with then the he fights handcuffs. at the church. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I love I love the guy that gets killed before that. The other like notable henchman that has like a look with a little mustache and he's like super thick and he kills oh, him yeah. in like two fucking seconds because like in any fucking James Bond movie that would have been like at least the minor big bad yeah. and this guy just walks up and he's like oh you're dead too just as fast as everyone else uh, there's a bunch like that there's like some gigantically huge like buff dude that stands up out of the bath water <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh, just shoots him like three more times yeah he shoots him twice so in the massive. chest and once in the head he's like fuck yeah. you bro <laughs> <laughs> those muscles come with a uh, Kevlar no they don't the uh, the style in which that this is shot with all these crazy gun shots uh, really make it fun on multiple viewings Oh like, yeah! Like it still it still holds up on a second view because man, there's just so much going on. And you're like, holy shit! You know, <laughs> I missed that before, or like you know, things you, things are going so fast. I think I've watched this movie like a dozen times. Really? Yeah, because it came out in 2014, and I've seen it at least once a year since it came out. Oh wow! This is like a Christmas tradition for you. I mean, it, it's just one of those, like, you know what I feel like watching some fucking violence in the John Wick kind of. No, let's just watch John Wick. Yeah, let's do that. The imitators are pretty terrible. So, yeah, just go with John Wick. Yeah, exactly. What, what's the, what's an imitator what is an imitator of this? Imitator? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, take a pick of uh, any Fast action movie movies. that has come out. And, like, yeah. Any okay. action movie of the last eight years after this came out, they were like, you know what we should do? John Wick. Yeah. Uh, one of the directors even uh, tried to do like a female version of this with Charlize oh, Theron. Oh, Atomic Blonde? Yeah. That was it. pretty great. I got to say, actually. I, I really enjoyed that. Same look, same feel. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah. doesn't have the excitement level of this one, mm, I don't think. No, I got, yeah. yeah Does she play fair. it like a death robot as well? A lot of it, but then kind she of, makes yeah. out with the girl, so since she's a lesbian, oh. she has a little bit more emotion, apparently. Oh, well, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. And she takes really like steamy ice baths. And by steamy, oh. I mean it's because she's... Just naked, steamy. Yeah, yeah you can't yeah. watch John Wick's nipple go into an ice bath. It doesn't have the same effect. Speak mm. for yourself. <laughs> Touche, Kristen. Touche. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Is Keanu hot? In he this showers system? from behind. Keanu is always hot. Keanu is always hot. Okay. That's kind of a question. That is, that is accurate. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that, that dude has been trimmed since the fucking Matrix, and he has not lost it ever. I was just watching his dead eyes in this man. Like he's just so blank. And then like there's that that scene where he grabs that guy and shows a nice knife up into his chin, and he just stares his eye, stares him in his <laughs> eyes as he dies. Oh, and that so fucking, fucking creepy awesome. ass song is playing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, love, yeah. I love that fucking song. Dude. That song is is like nothing. But vibe is like he—he's going around splinter selling motherfuckers and yep. like <laughs> to this yep. like super, yep. super weird song and everything's like fucking blue and red and oh, oh dude God, yeah so yeah. fucking awesome and this this was like uh, before RGB lights were really like available so everything they're doing is like legit they're actually going in and having to gel yeah I feel like this movie set a lot of tone for so many action movies after this they're just like how many colors can we use John Wick had every of them it feels very modern because of that because yeah. of how like yeah. RGB RGB, everything is. It just feels very contemporary, and it's only it's only ten years old. So, 
Yeah, the number of like two-handed conversations where like one character is green and backlit by like yeah. yellow, and John Wick is yellow backlit by green. Like that's super cool, man. Yeah, it's great. And uh, Giant, I love when he's going through uh, the crowd and he's chasing the uh, the Russian kid. Uh, and he's running away, <laughs> and they've got this sexy fucking low angle shot with him with this like uh, pinwheel on, on the screen behind him. Oh yeah, him. on the LED behind him. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so badass! It's like a comic book. It, it's it's like and it's, he's so like you know he's like he's like the looming Mike Myers character that's just it's just always coming. You know, he's the yeah. boogeyman, bro. Yeah. He is the fucking what, what, ba- Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, <laughs> Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, whatever. Is the is the second one called Rise of the Baba Yaga? <laughs> It's not a Tomb Raider movie, Jared. Oh, okay. <laughs> or a Star Wars movie. <laughs> did anybody see this in the uh, in the theater when it came out? No. Yeah, me neither. I feel like I did, but I don't remember, honestly. It was around the time when I probably would have. I just don't remember. I wrote it off at the time. I was like, ah, you know, another stupid, you know, Ken Reeves action film. At that moment in time, he... He wasn't doing a lot of great action stuff, and it was just like, ah, this looks like a silly movie. Dude's dog dying. He's going to get revenge for it. I don't know if I need yeah. to see that. Well, you know, he'd fallen off after the lake house, you know, and it just really <laughs> took a while to, to get something that really could live up again. You know? It took a while for that letter to mail its way to you. Yeah, yeah. And it had to have, like, the, the warmth of, of, like, the love of a wife and a, and a dog. The lake house, yeah, that's that's the one. That's uh, that was the moment that in time. Is, that is Jared's measure <laughs> of Keanu Reeves movies. Well, I like to if also you're not call that mailing one, it in like I, you I like do on like, Lake House. Then what's uh, the even? What's the point? That one's speed light. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Shut up. Oh my god! <laughs> speed light. I'm not standing for this kind of slander. <laughs> We all know Speed is the best Ken Reeves action film. Okay. Ooh, that's that that's 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 a hard one, man. That's because when you have Point Break in there, uh, no, Speed is way better than Point Break. Uh, yeah, I gotta agree with that. Yeah, actually. come on, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. In terms of like actual movie, like I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll agree. There may be more quotable lines in Point Break. I'll give you that. But Speed is also very fun. Look, Keanu is gonna kill it no matter what, dude. Like it doesn't matter what he's in. Clearly Except for that one, one that that one Winona Ryder movie he did, terrible. But yeah, you, you clearly have so never seen uh, Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> I, I saw it in film school, and I remember thinking it was really cool. But yet, yet again, you have to put that film school brain on it. You know, it's still fresh, it's still mushy. You were like, "Look, they made a movie. Congratulations, guys!" <laughs> hey, bro. If you, hey, and, and you know what? If anything, film school will teach you is, "Holy shit! It's it's a miracle that any film gets made." <laughs> that is like, true. Like like, like our our, our rating should stop at should start at six. You know, it's like well, you did you did good. I mean, you know, <laughs> I think they you mostly put stuff do on film. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts together and it was released. It's a fucking miracle. Oh shit! It's halfway watchable. I understood what was going on. Well done. Oh, man. But yeah. This, I, the, go ahead. Yep, go ahead. I was just going to say the thing that I love about this movie the most is that it feels like a movie that was designed by the stunt choreographers. And if you're not aware that it was legitimately designed and then directed by stunt choreographers, then it feels like a more on the nose kind of statement. But both of the directors were in stunts before this movie. And Keanu is like, you know, extremely well-versed in how to work with a camera and do doing stunts, especially yeah. at this point. Yeah, he'd already uh, directed an action movie at this point. What did he direct? Uh, the Man of... Oh, fuck. It was like back in 2012. I saw it on yeah. Netflix pretty much, I guess, the same time that John Wick came out. I haven't seen it uh, again since then. But yeah. Man of Tai Chi? Oh, tai yeah, Chi, yeah, yeah. that's it. I Whew. actually kind of enjoyed that movie. Yeah, no, it, yeah. Was, it was pretty solid. No, it's not. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah, even when he showed up as the, as the very um, the the villain, that was just incredibly obvious. Keanu shows up as the villain. Yeah, Keanu shows up as as a villain. That's very stereotypical. Nice. Yeah, he's not in the movie that much. I know his. I think his face well, was on the poster on Netflix anyway back in the day. But yeah, yeah, he's not they, in it. That they much. needed the star power to sell it. But those directors, uh, there were two guys that directed this. They were a stunt team. But there's only one director credited. Yeah, Chad Stileski. I could not find out the reason why the fuck this happened outside of the DGA just said, fuck you, you're having one director? 
they can do that? Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's that what they told sense. him. That doesn't make sense. But then, like, the Daniels... Tell that to the fucking Cohen brothers. The Daniels just won a fucking Oscar this year. Like, I mean... Well, that's because they're known as the Daniels. It's not, like, separate it's names, still two, But it's still two dudes. It's still two directors. Yeah, I know. It's still yeah. one name, though. Okay, so you're saying if they name. have one name. <laughs> no, because the Cohen brothers are the Cohen brothers. Yeah. Oh, the Farley yeah, brothers are the Farley yeah, brothers. You have to say, it. Have to say okay. it like that, though. The Hughes yeah. brothers well, are the Hughes you, yeah. you have well, to be brothers, you, apparently. You would have to be... <laughs> Would you need like to be the director and then a co-director, right? Like you can't. Would... Same thing with the Matrix. No, new screen no. movie directed Family. by two guys with two d- totally different names. They do go by the collective known as Radio Silence. There you go. So, so yeah, yeah. Oh, so you need you need a moniker. The, I mean, you really the do. Fucking, the One fucking name. Matrix. One name. The Wachowski the, brothers or, and now Wachowski siblings. You know, yeah. it, it, it is it is what it is. You got you got to have that that thing. One. There's just one name, apparently. It is complete bullshit. Because these two guys have been working <laughs> together for 20 fucking years. Like, yeah. the Daniels yeah. haven't even fucking been alive making movies that fucking uh, long. And they I think a better <laughs> question... I think the better question is how did they decide which guy gets the director's credit? Like, that must have been a fun conversation. Well, obviously, uh, the guy who got it because he directs all of these. Yeah, but why? What happened? Well, to the he directs guy? all the. Oh, well, the other guy went on to do Deadpool 2 and. Well, he did Atomic Blonde. He and, did Atomic Blonde, yeah. I forget what the what the last mm-hmm. movie he did. Um, fuck. Uh, Bullet Train. Yes. Almost, there um, you go. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt, yeah. So both of them have had great careers spin in the action genre from this movie. But it does kind of fucking suck. Like, your union's supposed to have your back, not fuck you out of your credit. They do both. Touche. But they're supposed to only do one Christian. <laughs> I gotta say, though, like, to start as Keanu's body double for the fucking Matrix movies and both of them being stunt coordinators on those movies, which are fucking amazing, to then doing this as, like, a directorial debut for at least Chad Selesky. Like it's this is this movie's pretty fucking phenomenal. At least from an action perspective. Yeah, I think all the technical stuff is fucking phenomenal. I yeah. mean it, it, even the way the story's told. I mean the the story isn't very dense, you know. There's no, not it's really a very much simple story. It's yeah. not really much that goes on. There there's, you know, there's there's grief and then a spark of, of uh you know, of, of a tiny spark. You know. Like like I, I understand the wife and all that and and, and you know to go through everything that he's going through, uh, if they had killed his wife, then then that that makes a lot of sense. But is he taking it too far with the dog? What do you mean? Is he taking it too far with the yes, dog? Yes, of course he is taking it too far with the dog, Jared. You mean by killing the dog? That's taking it too far. What do you mean? Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about by going and killing 50 people. Oh, no. Yeah, so that's, that's taking I it way too far. Comment. No, no, no. Every character here's... in the movie is like, it's a fucking dog. Even the last guy, the kid that kills his dog, he's like, it's a fucking oh. boom. Get shot in the no, face. No, no, I love how the they dog, play that the just dog, on Keanu. The I love dog that. represents um, his, his wife. And I will say, uh, I didn't think he had dead eyes. Uh, to your point earlier, Jared, uh, I thought they did a really good job of showing grief. And one of the things uh, one of the stages of grief is anger and they just say it like oh you're going to get mad like why did this happen and you kind of shake your fist but it's actually like a very um, deep rage and so I thought they did a really good job of showing that um, what did he take it too far considering what he had just been through no I don't think so I don't think I think he kind of exhibited exactly what someone who's going through that feels. Uh, I thought I bought every second of it. And actually, to that point, I kind of thought they were kind of exploiting the grieving process because that is something that is so prevalent when you lose someone like that. Yeah, if you're going to have a setup where you you take the baddest of the badasses who has been the boogeyman for his whole career and give him a reason to come back – this is like so fucking perfect. Like this this movie is written so well that it feels cliche because it's just so spot on everything that it needs to be. And I feel like it, it, it's it's what every action movie before it has kind of tried to be of like, oh yeah, the bad the badass guy that got out and now he's back for this bullshit stupid reason. All of this feels very valid. And the only way that it doesn't feel valid is when you've seen it 15 times and you're like, oh, well, okay, now that I'm kind of thinking it through for the 20th time, like, no, 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 fuck you. <laughs> this movie is yeah. perfect in all of its motivation. I, I agree, actually. I That's that's one of the reasons that I hate – one of the reasons that I hate so many action movies. But I actually thought this story set up 
was yes very simple but absolutely perfect and perfectly executed and perfectly acted also i mean keanu is really wonderful and i guess you know you could say that like he i hear a common complaint you know is that he doesn't have a ton of expression but i thought that he was conveying a lot here by not doing i like like it's that scene where he like the the gang the gangster guy is like talking and he's like no this is why we need to move on and we need to get over it and counter doesn't talk he just hangs up and the little kid goes well what did he say and he goes he said enough and i was like that's perfect that's perfect yeah yeah i don't think anybody gives uh ken reeves a hard time about his looks i think his physicality and his eyes his looks i think all that stuff's fine it's his line reading that everybody gives him shit for you go watch bram stoker's dracula and hear him act next to fucking anthony hopkins and yeah no it's it's dog shit like everybody can see it it's dog shit that that's not the right role for Keanu Reeves. Keanu but Reeves. This yeah, is, but this, but that's what this I'm is, saying is like this, this is fits. the perfect yeah. role for him. <laughs> and he doesn't have a lot of dialogue at all, which is great. There's not a lot of dialogue in the movie as a whole, though. I don't know. Ian, Mc, uh, Ian McShane's got quite a bit. And so does Vigo. Yeah. Those two guys yeah, are but like they're, doing all yes, the backstory yes. fill-in. Uh, all the parts that, that need some kind of exposition, they give it to the characters and the actors that can deliver the exposition in a way that, that makes it feel like it's weighty. To speak to that, the scene where, where Vigo is describing John Wick as a man of sheer fucking will and they're cross-cutting between John Wick digging up his fucking basement and it's just a yes. hammer and he's just fucking hammering. Like, I have thought about that scene so many times since seeing this movie because it's such a simple scene and it's so on its face fucking boring. Like, he's he's digging up chest in his basement. But they, the way they crosscut it, the way that they that the the line read happens, the way the music is building, the way that they're changing the shots and they're getting close ups, and he's just fucking slamming and cutting and slamming and cutting and talking, it just builds in such a way that it makes the whole thing feel crazy intense. Well, it shows who he is, and then he's having to work extremely hard to unearth who he used to be, to break through the barrier that was that mm-hmm. he that he placed, mm-hmm. whatever you know. It, it's all symbolism and all fucking amazing. And yes, I but like that, if I sat there and described that scene to you, like so this for this one part, like this guy's going to talk about who John Wick is, and he's just going to be in his basement, like hammering on the floor. You'd be like, you say hammering, but he's got a fucking like a like a, a twenty pound sledgehammer, yeah. and I, he's I know, swinging it over his head, like bro, come on. That's what I'm saying. Like the reason why it fucking works is because everybody knows what the goddamn fuck they're doing, and they kill it. This is the way you execute this kind of shit. Yeah, I mean they're not. Um, they're remaking Death Wish and, you know, throwing some cool... I don't know. The Continental, I think that's the set piece. That's the, the cool thing in the movie mm-hmm. that sets the movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. apart. That That's the thing that makes this movie special in front of all the other hitman and cool fucking guys running around killing people. That Like, the gold coins. The, this entire underground world is so fucking cool, man. It's just awesome. You want to know Explain- more. Explain the gold coins to me because well, without I haven't don't do you, don't, don't do you need dive, hold on hold on a second without diving too much into the next ones because I haven't seen those but it, it just seems like they're, they're an arbitrary well amount. okay all right all right so I was I was thinking no, about it again on but this it's, watch it's weird like you get you, like to bury to clean up twelve bodies it costs one coin coins. per body but yeah. like but then the, also a coin gets you into the club and then and then like it's a, it's, so it's the same weight. As like, so it well, seems okay. Like the, the worth, so it's, the worth right, of it isn't this. at much. Your first introduction to the coins is Vigo in his safe, and he has a stack of well, coins. You see, you see John Wick's coins first, and then it goes mm-hmm. to that one. Yeah, did it? Yeah. No, I think no, you see Vigo's, you see Vigo's first, Vigo's, and then he, he gets opens. the uh, he gets yeah. the the book out to call John Wick. He, he, before yeah, he reaches in and pulls out the book, and you see like a stack of coins that looks like he's got about like you know sixty you or see, eighty. I'm or some telling shit you, I just like I mean I just I mean, it, it's it's cross cut right after like like John Wick. Yes, best thing, you, he opens up his thing. You see all his guns. You see a stack. Of Whatever. Coins, you see then coins. it cuts in. And then you it, see it, coins, and then yeah. you see coins. But what I'm saying is is if if Damn Vigo, it. the fucking the the criminal underlord master guy, he's he has a shit ton of coins in his safe. And then right. you see John Wick, and he has more coins in his, like, underground thing. So you know that John Wick has done some shit to get all those. And then seeing it, each one costs to, you know, recover a body and, and get them delivered. And then it takes one to stay in the Continental. It takes one to drink at this fucking bar. So that's not a cheap bar. It's not a cheap drink. 
And then he tells this other dude, hey, do you want to earn a coin to, like, watch this chick that just tried to fucking kill me? Like, there's there's enough, like, references to it that you feel there's a weight to earning these things. Oh, I, I, th- yeah. I think the bar is what's breaking this for you. And I, I, Okay, so nobody is paying money at the bar. Once you put a gold coin in, it's my understanding that you could drink as much as you want until somebody carries you out or you walk out. Because hmm. you never see anybody flash any money. They no. only have the gold coins in here. You put it in, and you're. I think you, once you're in, you're done. You got a free because ride all night. Hmm. They they talk about again. That's that's continental grounds. That's safe space. Like not, so that, no business can be conducted here. So it's it's the you can drink as much as you want, and you don't have to worry about getting fucked up. You don't have to worry about some dude in the coming hotel? in. Yeah, yeah. So that was like the hotel bar. Yeah, yeah. Because the bar okay. manager's down below, Winston. But it's but it's a safe space, and for assassins and people who are like killing for a living, to know that they can go get as wasted as they want to without having to worry about someone coming while they're like completely trashed, that's worth something. Yeah, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure what the what the exact weight dollar to gold coin equals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it matters. Well, it's a big ass. I, I it's a big ass gold coin that I didn't really care, but Google told me anyway, and it was between two and four thousand dollars is what they are kind of worth. I don't know if that's true. This is what Google said. Man, John Wick put a whole gold coin in there, got one bourbon and walked out. That's bullshit. That's what I'm saying. Didn't even sip that fucking bourbon. Like, how old was that? Was that like some 20-year shit? Does it matter? No. He's wasting his hard-earned money. And you know how many people he had to to drop off a fucking building or shoot in the face like five times? To fill that case up? (laughs) (laughs) How many souls does it take to make one gold coin? That's John Wick. I don't know. He killed a lot in this one. I didn't see him take any coins. So it's <laughs> because it was personal, bro. I, yeah. He's just doing this for it shits was personal. and giggles. I love how many characters are like, "Are you working again? Oh, fuck! Yeah. Oh, oh shit. shit! We're in trouble." Yeah. Oh, oh. No, I'm just I like the cop just working some stuff out. Oh, that is I how, like you, how you cop. how you that doing, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> I love the recurring like noise complaints that yeah. he had against him. Which I feel like I don't know that any other action movie has addressed this before, but that would be very annoying if you had the room next to them. And I did like in the club too, when like they start fighting, people actually fucking left. I hate in action movies mm-hmm. where people like start mm-hmm. shooting and beating the shit out of each other. Like I think it's even in the Dark Knight, there's a moment where Batman comes in and beats the shit out of people. Everyone's just standing around like, oh hey, look at that man. <laughs> Nobody is leaving. Got- in Ass Gotham, bro, it's a different world, man. <laughs> okay, like, right. you know, people Gotham's are like it's it just there. Tuesday. Yeah. Maybe that was a bad example. <laughs> I don't know. Gotham seems just as real as whatever setting this, whatever alternate version of New York that this is. Yeah, and also I, lo- I love in movies where people get into an argument in a restaurant and no one reacts. <laughs> just like everybody's yeah. still eating, you know. <laughs> I thought the subtitles were fun too. I did like those. Yeah, the change in the font and all that too. Like really, it, it helps. I yeah. kind of wanted to hate on them, but I did like them a lot. <laughs> Uh yeah no I have to agree that that is for of all the things that don't feel like they should stand up to like several repeat viewings the subtitles are the one and they still always fucking work. I actually liked it better the second time I watched it. I was like yeah, yeah. these are great. <laughs> and Vigo's reading you a, a like a bedtime story, you know like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love when his lawyer's like English Vigo, come on. Oh, the fucking Allstate guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the guy. That was the only guy that I was like, what are you doing here? He does stays let him know yeah. you're here. Yeah. Wow, man. He does kind of stand out a little bit. But he's funny. I, I, I like his lines. And uh, yeah, I was happy to see him go. <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely earns his death. Yeah, sure. he does. He definitely yeah, earns yeah. it. He's annoying. Someone give me a fucking gun. Here you go. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, cool. you're fucked, by cool, the way. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and like, at that point, Vigo's just like laughing. He's like, fuck yeah. it. We're dead. <laughs> We're all dead. <laughs> he does have the best death because he gets hit by the car, goes over to the car, and then John Wick's car gets hit and John Wick, like, his tires, like, roll over that dude's head. And if you actually watch yeah, it, yeah, it pops yeah. over his dome. <laughs> oh, man. It's like double death. Oof. Are we at break point here? Sure. Yeah, I feel like we are. You know what? Let's uh, let's play the trailer for John Wick. Get a little bit of that rave music going. Well, actually, I don't know if that's in the trailer. Well, we'll find out. We'll be right back. I'm up. I'm up. You like that, huh? Nice ride. 
Thanks. How much? Excuse me. How much for the car? She's not for sale. You have good day, sir. Daisy. everything. That dog was a final gift from my dying wife. Jonathan. You got out once. You dip so much as a pinky back into this pond, you may find something reaching out to pull you back in. It's personal. Where'd you get that car? What does it matter? It's not what you did, son. It's who you did it to. The Nobody? But nobody. Is John Wick. You working again? No, I'm just sorting some stuff out. Task your crew. How many? As many as you have. Hey, John. I thought I'd let myself in. Keep asking if I'm back. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. I'm not afraid of John Wick. Uh-huh. How good's your laundry? No one's that good. I thought not. Welcome back to the podcast. That was a trailer for John Wick. I liked how he said, uh, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back in the trailer better than in the movie. There were a lot of alternate reads in this trailer. And also, uh, they show they show Daisy in the car when he's out doing his maneuvers, yep. which is something I was wondering oh, yeah. about uh, because they don't show her there. And I was like, Dan, this, this dog is rolling around. <laughs> he's out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point because, like, I, yeah. in my brain, like the dog was always there. But then when I was, I've watched it a few times. I've been like, wait, the dog's not there. The dog but disappears. When I think yeah. about it, the dog is there. And I, I bet people yeah. had a problem with that. Like, you, you're gonna like, is like this abuse you, the dog? You, you can't do that. What, what yeah. the hell? No, you can't do that with the dog in the car. He had. To, that's why they didn't show the dog. Because well, that's why he has that line. Dead, you like okay. that, huh? You know, you like yeah, that, huh? Yeah. They tried to justify it. Yeah. I mean, in an, a movie that's like an hour forty, that's that's a fairly easy part to cut out i mean it would have been really cute if you had like strapped the dog in and had like a little doggy seat like yeah. then we can do that but otherwise no i mean he, he feeds the dog cereal with milk oh my god so i mean the assumption that he would be able to have like a thing to strap the dog into in the car is probably too much that's a stretch right there as long as it's not onion and chocolate cereal i think it's fine <laughs> you can have whatever whatever else you like cookie crisp? <laughs> I do like when he's at the gas station. You can see all the pets all the toys. Yeah, you can. I saw them. I saw them on a recent recent watch. You can see all the toys and stuff in the back seat. That is great. Yeah, it's subtle. He's got one of those honeycomb balls. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs do love those. You did good, man. I mean, you know, it shows, dude, because he's also not p- he's pissed because you know it was the the posthumous gift that his wife sent in her will or something which is interesting or i guess i'm i'm, I'm guessing that but i also went shopping man i spent money on this dog i thought about it you know <laughs> i gotta get my revenge well i mean it's more i mean that's okay that's fair but like her fucking dying message to him is like love this dog so you live can your get life through yeah. your shit learn to love again yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Learn like to keep that. your heart open. Yeah, no, it's it, it was actually kind no, of no, it's, to it. they it's, did it. It's great. It's great. I, I understand why. I, well, I mean, not necessarily the killing spree, but like I understand why he got upset at least. <laughs> well, he, he's an assassin. That's how he gets his. Like you know, when, when he's like married and all that kind of stuff, and he's stepped away, his only jollies was to go out to the fucking airfield and like almost slam into shit. You know. <laughs> well, I I do That's like how, how he, they, <laughs> they they show you a couple of scenes. Like they do these. Uh, cutting montages one is when john wick is sad and they use this uh uh what is it the the heartbeat sensor the beep oh, beep, yeah, beep yeah. right yeah. Yeah, yeah and you get that flashback there and then there's a this other one where he realizes that like he's gonna kill that mother 
motherfuckers that came into his house and when he's scrubbing the floor and you get the brushes going back and forth yeah. and he's he's trying to remember his wife but every time he starts trying to go down that memory he's fucking those guys keep showing up in his mind and he's just like that's it i gotta i gotta fucking kill these assholes i cannot let it go that's not who I am. I, I like on his nightstand, he's got his wife's necklace there, and then he puts this dog's necklace up there, too. After. Yeah. He's like, oh, this is where I line up my, my family members' necklaces. <laughs> I mean, you know, like he, I feel like they, they did a pretty good job showing that, like, had he been able to just go get the fucking guys that, that came to his house, he would have yeah. been fine. And, like, everybody else would have been fine. Well, you know not because it was dude's son like you you honestly think that if if john wick would have gotten uh the kid at the at, at the very beginning then the, the whole thing would have turned because you know i mean that Vigo is, that is come where him. it's a movie obviously but at the same time like he he was like you know all i'm asking for is your son like we can just we can be chill yeah but at the same time i think that he i think he enjoyed it he either enjoyed it or he's at maybe not as good at his job as we all think he is because there were a lot of times where that kid was in the same room as him or was at least within shooting distance and he no, shot he everyone and that's what i'm saying he shot everyone in the room but the kid and i understand that that's like a torture device for the kid but at the same time you're you're killing a lot of people that was so badass he's staring <laughs> the dude's in the pool and he's staring him down and he's holding that guy down and he just fucking like shoots the guy in the head <laughs> right there he's <laughs> like stares at him like whoa oh yeah this is what's about to fucking happen to you and john wick totally would have you know killed that little punk then uh what's he, could, he could he, he had Useless him he had him something? i forget what his it, name is what is his name yosef the the, the, the dude it, what is it is it joseph or yosef Yo, it's i-o-s-e something yosef yosef all right Okay, the guy from fucking uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones, yeah. <laughs> Who is always playing a goddamn snivelly guy you want to smack around? Bastard. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, when, you little bitch. When his dad hands him a drink and he slams it, and he's like, "Nice jacket," and then he just fucking just punches the shit out of him. I was like, "Yeah, get him." <laughs> oh man, I, I love that character building moment, man. Oh man, it's awesome. I also love that dude's like red fucking goddamn shirt and his jacket. Yes. He keeps taking his jacket on and off in that scene too. <laughs> Yeah, Dane Winters is like, should I leave? And he's like, stay. <laughs> <laughs> stay, goddammit. Uh, you know, like, John Wick's awesome, but you need you do need a, a good villain, man. And I, I, man, this Russian guy, Vigo, he's he's pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah, but that, that ending battle was a little anticlimactic because you don't think, you know for a fact that, that he's not going to be able to, like, go hand to hand. He's like, he's like, let's handle this like men, no guns. Dude, you're done. Like, yeah, no, you think was, you're gonna fight John yeah. Wick hand to hand in the rain? No, it's never happening. <laughs> I mean, okay, to be honest, like after the the club scene at the Red Circle, I don't think any of the action scenes match. No, they don't. After no, it, it feels like that, we're just going through the motions yeah. to get to where we're going. Yeah, that is the shit. That the culmination of this movie, the climax, is the halfway point at the Red Circle for sure. Yeah. yeah. That shit's so cool. God damn, it's so cool. I will say that if you're going to have a bad guy that has to be a driving force for a character like this, like, I like how they, they kept this movie relatively small scale. Like, this isn't like the bad guys trying to take over the city, so we're trying to save the city. This isn't fucking like, we're going to save the world. No, this is you killed my fucking dog, so I'm going to kill your son and all the dudes that you're putting in my way. And then when he's like, all right, well, you killed my son, so now we're going to kill you. And he's like, all right, well, since you tried to kill me, now I'm going to kill you too. Like, yeah. Yeah, this, this is your fault. Like, whatever we're talking about here. And they, it's, it feels very intimate on the scale of an action movie. And yet it still feels very epic within that intimacy. Uh, well, they, they did a really incredible job. The budget that they had to work with, what they actually shot the movie for, was only $20 million. They were supposed to have 30 Holy shit. And they had some problem with one of their producers, uh, one of their financiers, was not coming through. He was like, oh, I think it was on the hook for like uh, $24 million or something like that. Damn. And he kept writing them some fucking check for like, you know, 2400 and be like, oh, sorry, I left off a couple zeros. Oh, my God. So they had to like they had to shut down for like two weeks, uh, restructure uh, a couple of action scenes to cut some things out. And Keanu Reeves, like, deferred his pay. The directors had to defer their pay. The guy that owned uh, Thunder Road also had to defer his pay for a little bit just so they could get this thing made. But, I mean, you watch this movie, 20 fucking million dollars. Look how good this thing looks. Look at all these yeah, it's, fucking it's action perfect. scenes. Yeah. yeah. God damn, dude. Like, wh I mean, what the fuck are we doing wrong? It actually, 
looks amazing. All the camera stuff lines up. It's just every now and then the the CG, you know, mm. like like when he stabs that guy and he, he's on top of him in the house yeah. and he and he like has to yep. let go and he starts hitting like this. It's yep. it, it, it's it's fake. You know, it's super fake looking. But you know what? It's still intense. I love him wrestling that that, that guy to the, down to the ground. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with the knives. Yeah. It was the the blood splatters on some of the walls. Yeah, and some of the muzzle flashes were uh, kind of rushed. Dude, yeah, rush is a good word for it. There's a there's a few. There's three or four deaths, especially in the uh, the club scene, which is the best of of all the action scenes. Where the, it feels like he just kind of pointed his gun at someone or yeah. in a direction, and they're just like, "Well, yeah. someone has to die at this moment," so they just made him pull the trigger kind of situation. Yeah, it feels mm-hmm. like the, there's no like weight or recoil to the gun, really. Like, I, there's no. It's on a few of them. Yeah, for the yeah. most part. For the most part, it's it it gets across. And and yeah. in the moment, like especially the first or second viewing, it's like holy shit. It's it's the fourth and eighth and twelfth viewing where it's yeah. like oh yeah there it is okay I see it now. I don't think they were using a lot of blinks in the movie no. though, because uh, the director, the guy that was uh, the Chad dude that was also a Chad Seleski. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also one of the first movies he ever worked on was uh, The Crow, where oh, Brandon no. Lou oh, actually got shot by a prop gun, so or a real gun, That's but it was loaded with a cap and you know whatever. The blink, there was something in the bullet chamber or in the barrel, and the blink shot something out at Brandon Lee. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure he's like super cautious around guns and firearms as to not kill yeah. an actor. That's mm. fair. It's all fake movie making. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like wh- whatever you did in John Wick, it's fine. It's fine. We can do that for all it's action great. movies. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's it totally just do works. that, please. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> oh, it took me six viewings to realize that the gun didn't always like fire. Cool. That's fine. Keep doing that. No one died. Yeah, make a movie I want to watch six times. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, this movie's terrible. I will only watch it thirty-seven more times. After the sixth viewing, I realized it was a piece of shit. Hmm, did you? <laughs> did you really? It just doesn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually very interested to see how uh, the next ones hold up, you know, how they keep it interesting. So that, 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 that's, that's actually fun. That, that, that's a thing to look forward to because this I'm was so, so much fun to watch. for you to do that exact same thing. I know Griggs has seen the sequels. I've seen all the sequels. Kristen, Jared... No. All right, that's a really good question. Um, I don't know because <laughs> <laughs> you don't know all these Keanu Reeves like movies kind of like go together. <laughs> they, yeah. Listen, it's just like there's not like much story here, and there's a lot of just like it's just people like killing each other, and so it kind of all blurs together in my head. And also, when this happens, um, and it blurs together, and I get kind of bored, I fall asleep. And so, um, I thought I had seen John Wick. But either I slept through more of it than I remembered, or I saw a, another John Wick movie, like a two or three or I guess not four. Four is in theaters, right? So I yeah. think I've seen um, a different version of John Wick than this one. And you're not thinking the Matrix movies? Definitely. I know the Matrix movies. <laughs> Definitely Sandra not. Bullock is not in any of the John Wick movies. So there's no house. There's no mail. This is all guns. Hmm. I didn't. Sorry, I'm not Jared. The Lake sorry. House one. That's Jared. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's me. <laughs> Jared's the only male that'll admit to have seen him. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to check something, but continue. How many other oh, people have seen the, the Lake House? The yes. Lake House. <laughs> Four other people. I'll have you know. <laughs> But actually, no. I um. I so I watched this a couple times for the podcast, and I um got I kind of got very very sleepy and might have fallen asleep for some of it. And so every time I watched it, um, I learned new things. It was super exciting. Um, What? (laughs) No, because I like apparently was I fell asleep during parts of it. So like the second different perspective on I learned new things because I watched it multiple times. I saw something different this time. I saw more of the movie. (laughs) But like I just yeah, it just it kind of makes me really sleepy. I don't know what to tell you. 
Is it just because of so much action? Yeah, it's just like kind of boring. But I mean, actually, and that's the thing is like usually action is super boring. um, And this is like the most interesting action. Mm. And I also kind of enjoy the story. And also I enjoy Keanu Reeves. And so like, I don't know how they can keep me awake. I don't like I don't I honestly don't know. Maybe more dialogue i don't know i don't think that would work in these kind of movies maybe more dog scenes i'm not sure Mm. they could have leaned on the dog more okay and i actually i thought it was really funny when he goes to the shelter and gets the new little dog who's super cute love it but he clearly uh either keanu reeves doesn't know how to walk a dog or (laughs) that dog is not even trained in the slightest because they had the most there was only two shots and they like he couldn't get the dog to like walk three feet thought that was really funny <laughs> he's better in the next one i'll give him that <laughs> keanu or the dog yes <laughs> okay <laughs> and i'll have you know that the lake house has a 73 percent <laughs> yeah audience well, score. I'm, not, I'm not gonna tell you what the tomato meter is but anyway look i'm i'm, I'm sure those five people that saw it really loved it jared <laughs> i'm not i didn't say the, the, the five people that saw it didn't just hated it or anything. Oh, come on, what are we talking about? <laughs> I'm sure it was a box office hit. I'm sure it was too. But I don't know. Like, looking at Keanu Reeves' filmography though, before before this, yeah, before John Wick or before The Matrix? Uh, well, uh, before before Matrix Wick, before. and he doesn't he doesn't have a a whole bunch of like really really big hits here. Constantine. Yeah, but that's way down there, man. That's from two thousand five. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about yeah. closer to that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I mean Scanner Darkly, not not a not a huge hit, but sci fi movie with some cred. Uh Lake House, I mean, kinda mm-hmm. big. Yep. Yeah. Street Kings, yeah, nobody even fucking remembers that movie. The Day the Earth yep. Stood Still, remake, nobody remembers uh, that yeah, movie. Absolutely fell flat. Yeah, and like a lot of these never even heard of. And then you get up to forty seven Ronin, that was a huge bomb nobody saw. Which is actually wow. a pretty decent movie, you know. It was pretty solid, especially as a remake, yeah. I don't understand where you're going with this. Is that he needed a hit and he made it happen? Yeah, he need he needed he needed a comeback. He didn't do too Not much that after he went that either. <laughs> yeah, but say yeah, he didn't go anywhere. <laughs> like I'm sitting here digging through. Yeah, hmm. yeah. No, he he had done a lot of work and it just you know none of it was was huge. It was just keeping him employed and he was still a kind and wonderful human being. And then this shit like just absolutely worked in a way that none of his other stuff had for. Since the Matrix, really? I, yeah, it's just I don't know. I I think it's hilarious. Keanu Reeves' career is like always like that. He'll he'll have a big hit and then he'll do some crappy movies, and some of them will be good in between, and some of them will be critical, you know, darlings. But they won't break out. They won't be big box office hits. Like, they won't be the Point Break. Hmm. Yeah, well, like yeah, Point Break, and then he had a bunch of kind of bombs, and then Speed came along, and then a bunch of bombs, and then the Matrix came along. <laughs> I mean, clearly we want to see him in a stylized, violent movie, and he doesn't always want to make that. He wants to branch out, but we yeah, just don't care. He, he kind of is, he's like, he's True. like action movie, romance, action movie, romance, action movie, romance. And only one of those romances is the lake house. So, you know, you just can't win. It's true. <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just looked it up. I needed to see where... Uh, Bill and Ted fell in around Point Break, and Bill and Ted's bogus journey was his follow-up to Point Break. Yeah, and that killed Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why the third one took thirty years. It's pretty trash. <laughs> it's so there's, bad. There's some great moments yeah. in there, but man, it, it's a slog. No, it's definitely like we wanted to make it again, and we don't even fucking care. So we're just gonna do it. That's what that shit was. And my my own private Idaho, he did right after that. That's a good movie, but that I don't a good movie. think anybody saw it. No. I mean, Bram Stoker's Dracula was good, but I mean, oh, he's it's really good, good almost in spite of him. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. miscast though. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't, no, I don't, hundred percent, hundred percent blame that on him. And he tried. Yeah, you can always see the effort that he puts into his films, which I, I really appreciate about him. Yeah, that's true. Like, look, you don't yeah. always have to be the best actor, but if you fucking show up on time, do what you're supposed to fucking do, <laughs> and don't complain about every fucking stupid shit, and say your line, hit your mark. You know what? Sometimes motherfuckers just want to work with you because you're fucking yep. good and professional. Yep. Mm-hmm. And motherfuckers you're, don't want to hold you. You're a kind and decent person. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Let, let us work with you again, please. Do your jobs. Well, are, are we at ratings? Anybody got anything else for Wick? Wick Uno? No? 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 All right. No, I feel like all the things I'm trying to say keep coming up for about like the later ones. So 
we'll we'll talk more about it next week. All right. Yeah. Well, who's going first? Who's rating John Wick? I want to hear one of the first timers. I want to hear one of them first. Oh, okay. All right. Give us your first impressions. Look at that. Kristen, Jared, putting both of you guys on the spot. Mm. Somebody's got to go first. You want to draw straws? It's going to become hard. Jared seems to have issues, so I'll go first. (laughs) (laughs) He's shaking his head, so I listen. Listen, I'm here. Um, He wants to hear the peer pressure, which he needs to (laughs) subscribe to. I just set the tone, apparently. Uh, all right, so as as mentioned, um, I'm not a huge fan of violent movies, and I fall asleep a lot during them. Um, and this is not an exception. That being said, this is one of the best like violent movies with like no storyline that I've ever seen. Um, and there is a storyline. It's just incredibly simple, but it's so well executed that it, I don't think it really matters. And beyond that, Keanu Reeves, um, as I just said, does stylized violence. The, those movies are just incredible, and this one is no exception. The costumes are wonderful. I would have liked to see more color. But listen, everyone looked fantastic. I loved it. I I, I loved all the suits. I loved all the like the close-ups of him putting on his belt, putting on the tie, doing all of everything, everything. There's so much attention to detail with the clothing here that I enjoyed all of that. I also enjoyed um, a lot of the, the production design. There was only one set that I didn't enjoy. Uh, maybe it was just it was at the club and I think the lights were on, so maybe that was why. Um, but that being said, when all the lights were the when everything was lit, when you had like the green and the blues and the yellows and everything, and even I mean even just the police lights lighting up his, the side of his house, everything just looked so beautiful. Yeah. I almost hated that I fell asleep because I was like, what am I gonna miss? <laughs> what am I gonna miss with this though? Like like is he just gonna shoot people? Because I'll sleep for that. But if they're gonna show me something beautiful, like I'll watch it. And and we kind of touched on this. The fight scenes are actually very beautiful in a way. Um, the, the fight scenes are beautiful, and it's because apparently the the choreographer. Chore- did you say the stuntman did the choreography? Is that what happened? Mm, the stunt choreographer from the Matrix and okay, his body double are the two directors of this film. It works so well. I loved everything about it. Um, I kind of hate that the dog dies. That's sad. Um, and yeah, no, I I thought it was really great. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. So anyway, um, I'm going to... And so I'm kind of... I'm struggling with my rating here because I kind of want to give it a 10, but like also I fell asleep, so can it be really... Can it be that good, you know? Yes. <laughs> you didn't go first. You chose not to go first, so you I know, don't I wanted get to, to hear, say I wanted right to hear now. what you had to say. <laughs> uh... I'll I'll settle on a nine. How's that? I'll give it a nine. Okay. I I really enjoyed it. There's a lot to look at. There's a lot here. If you're going to do a movie about a guy who shoots a bunch of people, this is how you do it. (laughs) I don't necessarily support it, but this is how you would do it. Yeah. That is some high fucking praise. Yeah. What Kristen was trying to say is that this movie (laughs) is a fucking ride. And John Wick will take you there. (laughs) Light the wick and hold on. Um, But... Yeah, man, uh, this is one of those movies where I can't see anybody else playing this character. You know, mm. like 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 he Keanu Reeves is John Wick. You know, like like this. It feels like this film was created for him. It feels like oh, this is this is was. crafted to be a Keanu Reeves vehicle. It makes me wonder if they actually were thinking about doing multiple of these, or was this just like a, a one-off uh, initially? I think the Brian probably actually knows, but. My impression is that the writer made this and then he wrote the second one and worked on the third one and the fourth one is written by totally different people. So I think oh, wow. maybe he just wrote this one as like, this is a dope ass script that I can actually sell. And then they found all these ways to make it work and expanded the characters into the second and the third one. Because of how this is made, it, 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 it feels like, you know, like uh, these stunt guys sitting around going, how cool would it be if we did this and this and this like you know they're 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 working on these these other things and they're they've taken everything that they've learned up until now to create something and actually you know that's what they did is they actually created something it feels like a like a slick john woo like you know what i mean like 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 with a i don't know like with 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 without the martial martial arts even though they were doing uh what was it um jujitsu 
Is that it's definitely some jujitsu? Yeah, 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 yeah. Some some rolling they, they, around. They, they, they tried to make sure yeah. that all of their their martial arts moves and all that were actually like legit, which is really cool. So this this oh. is this is filmmaking at its highest art, and it's also fun. You know, it, it, it's all there, and it, it's fucking beautiful lit, beautifully lit. It's camera porn. It's gun porn. It's all there. This movie is definitely a ten, and I'm excited to see more of it. Mm. Yeah. You go next, Griggs? Yeah. Do it. Uh, yeah, if, Jared, if you think that this movie is like martial arts and gun work and shit like done properly, I can't wait for you to see the next ones. Oh, my God. This movie is... This movie's fucking perfect. Like, this is, this is like the quintessential take a simple story with complicated characters and execute it well. Um, like, just... I fucking love all the motivations of everyone in this film. Um... Because it, if if you were to like describe this to your friend who had never seen it, it feels almost cliche because all these characters you've seen before. But this is like the absolute most perfect way that we've seen any character do any of these things. From from John Wick as the the retired badass assassin to all of the like fucking bodyguards and and club bouncers and shit. Like everyone in this movie is a cliche you've seen before. And everyone in this movie fucking kills all of their stuff. Like even I fuck like John Leguizamo when they bring the car into his place, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And that, do you know whose car that is? Get the fuck out of this place! What are you doing? Like you can't do anything to me because you took you stole John Wick's fucking car. Like how perfect is that? Like as an introduction for a character to be like, "No, this guy must actually be some shit." All the fight scenes are fantastic. Like when when the 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 group tries to attack him in his house and he just takes out 12 guys. <laughs> it's so great. The the club and all the lighting in the club. I have watched this movie so many times and I just want to imitate all of the things that they're doing in it. And I don't even do action things. Like just I love the stylization of of the colors and the 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 camera placement and the way that they have simple two-handed conversations. Like when he talks to the bartender that he hasn't seen and five years and some change and like that just there are so there's such simple shots and such simple moments in this film that carry such weight just because of the way that every department is fucking killing it the the production design is amazing there's not a single set in this that doesn't feel authentic and real i love all the costumes and and like when he's getting He's putting on a fucking suit with all of his armor underneath, and then he goes and kills some motherfuckers while he's in this goddamn suit, looking perfect. I mean, yeah, if this movie was... If you told me that this movie was written and built just to be a Keanu Reeves delivery mechanism to be more badass, like, I would believe you, and I would think that it was worth having been made. I've seen it so many times that part of me wants to call it like a 9.5 just because having seen it like a dozen times, I can see I can see the rough parts where they're like, no, well, we didn't have it was 20 million dollars, guys. What do you want us to do? Like where where they cover things with edits or they the the knife scene that Jared was talking about earlier where he's stabbing a motherfucker without a real <laughs> knife and the, the you can see the knife popping up and it doesn't always go in. But like the first time you watch it, the fourth time you watch it, like I still believe it. And the only reason I see the holes is because I've seen it so many goddamn times because it's just that good. Uh, if you're going to make an action movie, this is how you fucking do it. This movie is a perfect 10. Wow. All right. Uh, I'm not going to argue with any of that. Um, yeah, everything looks great. Um, all the action scenes are, are awesome. Everything's sexy. Everything looks cool. The music is cool. Like, everything is fucking awesome in this movie. The editing is uh, really fucking good. You know, for an action movie, usually it's hard to kind of fuck that up because... Edit- one of the ways you can make editing look invisible is by cutting on action. And when you're cutting fight scenes, it's like everything's a fucking action. So it's kind of hard to fuck it up. But this, um, with the, the takes being so long, with the exception of the hotel fight uh, that John Wick has with Miss Perkins, that's the only one that I feel is like a little sloppy in terms of cutting and coverage. And you can tell they're they're trying to get a stunt actress and – her hair's in her face to cover her face. That's the only time in this movie where I'm like, oh, you know, okay, all right, I can see a stunt double thing happening here. But everything else is pretty flawless. It's pretty perfect. And what I think makes the movie special is the, wor- the world building. 
this mm, hotel, yeah, the gold yeah. coins, like what, what do these rules mean? You know, like you can't conduct business on the continental, you know, there's all these questions that get set up that you want to know more about. And it's just, I don't know this whole, this whole idea of like these, this world of assassins. It's cool. It's fun. Yeah. It's a little comic booky. I mean, I get that. Um, you know, I, I guess it's a little silly, you know, cause we're just taking the whole story is just updating like Charles Bronson's death wish. You know, um, which I guess they kind of already made fun of. Uh, what was uh, the Schwarzenegger movie? Uh, um, uh, Last, action Last Action Hero. Hero? Right? That's right. Uh, uh, Jack Slater. Like, they killed his cousin twice removed. Big mistake. You know? <laughs> and now we're seriously taking an action movie and we're like, well, they killed his dog. Big mistake. It is a little ridiculous, but, you know, it, it does work in the movie. And I, I think the, the filmmakers, the directors... Everybody is is really honing in on this idea and, and pushing it forward with so much belief that you, yeah, it's stupid. When you leave the theater and you're thinking about all the people that just got shot for a dog, it, it's kind of dumb. When you're there and you're watching it, it's like, all right, no, man, fucking murder all these fucking guys. Did you see how cute that fucking beagle was? God damn, it was fucking cute. Murder all these motherfuckers. Um, yeah, it's just a fun movie. This is a 10. This is what we want from action movies. What we want, I really and I really like the style here too. Like, like sometimes the, the cinematography gets a little too blue, but I'm okay with it. You know, it, it, it's sad. Yeah, it kind of it gives <laughs> me like a yeah, exactly. a Terminator Two kind of feel to it. You know, I like, I like that blue. I like that. It's sexy, stylish, thrilling, and giddily kinetic. John Wick serves as a satisfying return to action for Keanu Reeves, and what looks like it could be the first of a franchise. Rotten Tomatoes certifies John Wick as fresh with an 86% tomato meter and an 81% audience score. That's pretty hella solid. Really? Only 10% more than the lake house. Just just keep that in mind. (laughs) 10% better than the lake house. Well, this didn't have Sandra Bullock, so how much better could you be? I mean... You know, if the dog had lived, this would be 100%. It would be. It would be. Yeah, you can't kill Daisy. That is is the biggest complaint that I have heard. Just putting that out there. You didn't tell me they killed the dog. Hey, man, we got to make you feel. That's the motivation of the movie. I no, was going to tell you that. What are you talking about? That's the only thing I knew about this movie. I think I told you guys this before, but... Oh, it's a dog-killing movie? No, so somebody <laughs> was like, oh, they killed his dog and he gets revenge, and I thought that was a scene in the movie. I didn't realize that was the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you had known that going into this, would, would you have... <laughs> I mean, she would have had to watch it anyway. Look, if you were a dog lover and you, and you give somebody the choice between John Wick and Old Yeller, which one are you really going to oh, watch? Oh, dude. Both movies kill the dog. We're just putting that out yeah, there. Yeah, but one ends with it and one begins with it. So, you know. No, Old Yeller had babies. Not It's a friend's reference. Sorry. Rabies. Old Yeller had rabies, everyone. Spoilers. Sorry. I mean, obviously, Old Yeller had babies because they, they made a sequel, right? <laughs> Best dog on dog in the West. Best dog on dog in the West. Oh, oh my God. What a fucking wow. TBS treat that was back in the day. Um, anybody got anything else? No, sir. Not after old Yeller. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can the audience follow you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. And Griggs, where can they find you? I am on Instagram at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And we're going to close out the show tonight with, uh, I'm kind of torn here. We're going to do track number two titled... Story of Wick gives us a little bit of uh, John Wick's themes and, uh, you know, just some badass music here. Uh, This was composed by uh, Tyler Bates and Joel J. Richard. Enjoy. Enjoy. 